This is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders No Race podcast show. Every other Tuesday, you can hear the hottest J-pop and alternative music around. Plus, I give my thoughts on many aspects of the pop culture world, all with a pure Bostonian perspective. That's No Borders No Race, only on BostonBastardBrigade.com, where great music of many genres come together as one. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 465. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. God damn it, I hate doing that. What, what, what? Doesn't the headset have a way to you can just hit a button to mute and unmute, something like that? No, it doesn't. I just uh, uh, flip this thing up and down, and uh, that's how it goes. Oh. Much easier than hitting the uh, mute button on, on the Skype. Oops. Okay, because I thought like maybe the wireless base or something like that had that, you know? Because no, because I feel you. Because I have to reach over to the mixer and like adjust the volume, and I'm like, I should move the mixer so that it's a lot closer to me. And then I realize if I move it closer to me, I would bend the cables coming in and out because it'd be sitting under my little desk, under my little shelf here, and it's like that's not good. I think no, we this lost thing just him. has a. Yeah, we somehow... What? Yeah, we lost your video, dude. What the... Uh, there we go. Uh, it should be back in now. Uh, anyway, no. I was trying... No. What? If, if we are looking at the main chat right now. In our main uh, Skype chat, you have disappeared. We can hear you, but we can't see you. Let oh, me... Camera to play. Oh, there we go. Wait, wait. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I was trying to say that uh, this thing just has a dongle that uh, yeah, that sticks out of the USB port in the front. Mm-hmm. But I think I nudged it at some point, and it's kind of a little bit crooked. And also the uh, cords that that lead to my uh, camera—they're not a uh, 
holding very well, apparently, because I, I like fiddled with the dongle a little bit, yeah. and the camera died. It's probably the USB ports in the front. See, that this is why I have everything running to the back. Even my phones are connected to my back USB ports. Um, the only thing that's connected in the front is my controller, and that's it. But mm. I, I feel you on that. Believe you me. Anywho, uh, we are live tonight, week of August 8th, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us every week here, um, every Tuesdays here from 9.30 to 11, here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, you can also find us connected to the amazing people over at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at vognetwork.com as well as Twitch TV slash vognetwork. And we also have a Discord, so you can swing by and find us at Twitch T no Discord no Vognetwork.com slash Discord. You click on the link, you come in. Every show that's connected to the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come by, hang out, and have a great time. So how is everybody doing tonight? Uh, I, 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 I can I can kind of feel a bit of column A, column B, but and if you also notice, I kind of mix, I kind of flip my microphone around because I'm like, I think if I do it this way, I'll get better voice. Plus, if I'm typing, it won't be picked up as loud, more or less. Even though I try to soft type. Anywho, uh, we're gonna go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Oh, right. Before I get into that. Ichigo is not in tonight. She has a really nasty headache, so she's laying down and keeping tabs on the chat. So she will be back next week with her purple awesomeness. Anywho, we're going to go ahead and kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, I got paid today, finally. And I was you know, stressing for a while because I was kind of in the negative because, like, all, all the... Uh, the creditors of the people I pay bills to, they like to wait several days before they actually deduct the money from my account. So, well, see what I see. I, what I used to do was I had like a calendar and it would tell me, um, I would actually write down when it was due. Then I kind of had a general idea of how broke I would be that week. So, well, but I, yeah. I tend to pay all my bills when I get paid, but, and Google on my phone has been nice enough to tell me, Hey, you got these bills coming up. I never once actually said that they could do that for me, but good effort, I guess. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I know me and Marco were talking and she was like, she gets these reminders. I'm thinking like, Oh, this is a calendar. She's like, no Gmail tells her. And if you think about it, 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 all your emails coming into Gmail, so it kind of knows, like, like here, like a folder for your stuff from Amazon, this, this, and that. I kind of wish mm -hmm. Outlook would do that, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad it doesn't. So yeah, I'm very happy that Google does that for me because mm. half of the time I completely forget. I we mean, just got I... raided. Yes, by my own daughter, Wild Spice. That's why she didn't answer about joining us tonight. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. My child. More people coming. It's a, Anyhow, like, it's a spicy raid. Oh, my. Spicy move. <laughs> Any, anyway, what, what bothers me is, you know, I didn't actually say, hey, Google, remind me of this and this, that, and the other thing. But a little better. It... Rama, where did you go? No, go on, go on. Any, anyhow. Um. 
also on Saturday night, I actually got I actually got to hang out over Skype with uh, my old fraternity people. Because as it turns out, the whole the barbecue was for the whole weekend, but the night where uh, we all talk over the computer or whatever is on was Saturday night. So mm -hmm. it was nice seeing them again. Shoot, now you got me, now you got me reminded. Though I honestly still feel like a fuck up in that regard. You got you reminded me to go grab my water out the fridge. <laughs> Very bold of me to have a pitcher of water near my computer. Well, as so long hey, as the computer is is, is closed and, and the side panel's not open, you know, you're not the only person. <laughs> Like, so if I just suddenly cut out in the middle of a sentence, you'll know why. We'll, we'll salute and press F to pay our respects. Mm hmm But, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Okay. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not bad. Uh, getting to uh, hang out at the pool this weekend was yeah. really nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I went and got my tattoo today, so... I'm very happy. Of course you are. <laughs> of course I are. <laughs> Lord. So before we, I begin my weekend day, how about this for some spice? That spice. What is that? Bacon something? No, rib rub spice. Is that spicy enough? Nice. <laughs> I like them hot. It was like five bucks at Stop and Shop, this big old container. I'm like, sure, why not? Anywho, uh, my weekend day was about the same, you know, hanging out at the pool. It, it was good. And then doing my normal shopping today. And I realized today, as I, as I, as you know, I realized today, I, sp I think today was like the least amount of money I spent on groceries since April. And it's like, wow. no, because my thing is when you do like online delivery, they're like, you have to spend about $60 and then secure a day. And I'm just like, I don't go through $60 in groceries a week. I really don't. So it's like, I still need my routine. I'll just go shop and get what I needed. Last week, I spent about $70. It was mostly meats, but my freezer is still full. So, you know, I was happy with that. So that was basically my week and day. Um, and I'm actually doing the show without the fan running in the background because the weather this week to the last couple of days has been really chill. I'm just like, I woke up this morning and I'm like, my my apartment is too cold. What is this? And I look at the weather. It's like 78 degrees. And I'm like, it's 78 and it's too cold in here. I'll accept it for what it is. <laughs> Okay, let's go in our chat room here. Um, like I said, we got uh, raided by my daughter, Wild Spice. And thank you, my child. There will be extra money in your allowance this week. Mm. And Bonds006 says, I cringe when I see liquid close to the PC. I have a water bottle, but I keep it close. Dude, let me tell you. My my, I have a, a an AIO water cooler on my on my processor, and there are times I'm just like something's gonna go wrong. And if you remember last last January, something did go wrong. <laughs> but since we're still in the warranty, Corsair replaced it. I'm very thankful for them. So you know, 
And he also goes, I detest and I have to spend X amount of money to get free shipping. And, and I had to go through that with Target because they have like this thing called shipped. And I tried it. And I'm like, you mean to tell me I still got to spend $35 for y'all to deliver via postal service or to my house? I think I used it one time for stuff and I needed like four pillows and that was it. And and I emailed them to cancel my service and then I get an email from say thanking me for, for renewing for a year and I'm just like, yes. So, you know. Oh yeah, and Wallace was supposed to put a disclaimer that the daughter thing is an inside joke. Yes. And I will go into details with the joke. Wild Spice cosplayed um, Diana and Marlene to my Artemis and Barrett, therefore, uh, daughter. And I think one year she did Marlene, and I, I don't remember if you showed up with a giant Father's Day card or suggested that you was going to bring one. So, and that's where that's where where the joke comes from. So, as for future father daughter cosplays, I I, I, I have no idea. Have you have you seen what's going on in the world today? <laughs> Oh, man. And, yeah. And Bond says, I have Microsoft Game Pass on auto pay. That's it. I will log and pay whatever bills I can need to do. The only bill I have on auto pay is my uh, T-Mobile. That's it. And I have it going through my PayPal. And I just get, like, 2% like two cash back on that. And that's it. Every, every other bill I manually pay, I think... Um, Navient, those bastards. That's been on auto pay because it's been like under ten dollars for for like two separate things. I'm just like, I can deal with that. And I think the other student loan was like under fifty dollars. I'm like, I can deal with that. It's it's just that when you oh you check your bills and you're just like, where's all this money going to? And you and you realize, oh, you have the auto pay activated. Er. Anywho, um. Housekeeping, uh, no show weekend of Labor uh, Labor Day weekend. Um, I'm probably going to be home because I went to go double go double check for flights and it's becoming very nil. So I got to double check with my friend and see what's going on. And I'll figure something out one way or another. And also, we are taking guests on the show. Um, if you're interested in being a guest on Anime Jam Session, uh, shoot us an email at podcast at animejamsession.com. We will forward you a little form because we have a sister site, Cosplay Blog with a Brain. They also do interviews. Koi runs that. So, you know, you go, we fill out a form for that and she'll put your uh, your interview on that, on the, her site. And then we'll make arrangements to have you come on our site and talk about cosplay and all that cool stuff. So, and if you have any other questions, you know, just ask in the chat. Um, Ichigo will probably respond or one of us will. Next up is uh, a Geek Roundtable. This is where we kind of spend time talking about some of the geeky stuff we've been up to and showing off cool geeky stuff. All right, what's up with you, Ari? Uh, well, in regards to the uh, meeting last weekend, this past Saturday, I have few relics from uh, the past, but I tend to keep hold of the ones I do. This is the yes. uh, shot glass I was drinking out of. That's my old alma mater on it. Can you guys see it? I see it. Let me, where are we? Yeah, there it is. I see it. All right. And yeah, I ended up finishing the, uh, the orange creamsicle rum that I had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, 
And I was also mixing it with iced tea, but the problem is I was using a repurposed Minute Maid ju bottle, you know, the big red ones. Mm -hmm. And people were thinking I was drinking out of a bottle of dish to, of a laundry detergent. Well, given the way it's shaped, I can kind of see that, but you know. Yeah, they. I I saw it too, but uh, it was pretty funny watching them get panicked for a second. Like, mm. what? I showed them like. The, the the minute all the minute made stuff was you know printed onto the plastic it wasn't a label. Oh, okay. All right, um, Mako Chung, what is that you are showing off to everybody, and why are you not shamelessly touching it like you like you were before? Um, you mean sh shamelessly touching it like this? <sighs> Look, it changes. Look, it changes. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's on the other side? It's just black. Oh. Um, but yeah, so this weekend, uh, I got to hang out with uh, friends that I haven't seen since my birthday. Mm -hmm. Or should I say before my birthday. Uh, so I was given some unbirthday gifts. And this was one of them. Um so now I have a pillow with a Malcolm on it from uh, Jurassic Park. And uh, I'm obsessed with Jeff Goldblum. I have been obsessed with Jeff Goldblum, you know, since the late 80s when I was, you know, old enough but young enough to realize that, you know, he's funny and weird looking. Um well, at least he was weird looking and Earth Girls are easy. But anyway, so yes, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you, even though you're not on camera, you, you might want to wipe the drool off the side of your ch off your, your lips, you know. You might want to do that. Not that! <laughs> oh. You were so preoccupied with whether or not you could that you didn't stop to think whether you should. Exactly. Oh, you definitely should. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a long show tonight, y'all. What? It's Jeff Goldblum. Shut up. Well, at least she's not sitting there with her tongue around a box of Jeff Goldblum wafers. What? No, that's, that, that's just a bit much. Come on. Lies! That's a bit much. All right, Ari. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name who does Family Guy? He did that cartoon cavalcade uh, thing. There was a there was a, a skit in it called Jeff Goldblum Wafers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So I'm guessing you want to know all about Jeff Goldblum is watching you poop dot com. I don't want to think about Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and me pooping. Thank you. But she's pondering it. I mean, you know, the only no, thing... no, no, I'm not. I, I will say the only thing I have been, really been doing um, this week is watching more High School DxD, and I figured out my favorite character on the show, and I have been watching more Bitwit, and I, I talked about him on our friday podcast that we did for webcon and that was also an awesome thing and i look forward to do and we all look forward to doing another virtual convention but um bitwit is like a, is a youtube channel where he where his name is kyle 
him and his wife, they do PC builds. And there's like a lot of vlogging of them just going out and doing stuff. I, I see a theme of where if you're watching the, just the general behind the scenes vlogs, they're, they're drinking beer and, and eating a lot of and eating a lot of restaurant food. That's that's a lot of it. And in one of their vlogs, um, they actually went out and got uh, marijuana cards and then, and went to some went to a beer garden or something like that. And I'm just like, this is pretty freaking awesome. Good for them. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's basically has been it. Outside of that, I other stuff as part of my geek roundtable is leading into our first story. Um, is me basically explaining to people, you know, you are an entitled little shit and you need to pay your dues. And by, <laughs> and by that, I mean Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga are gone. Now, it's been said for the longest that these sites weren't going to go away. It'll just keep coming back. But I found out that because of enhanced, stricter uh, Japanese piracy laws, which I believe we talked about on this on on the show here some time back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and what basically it is with these stricter laws, the servers got pulled. That's it. And and they let people know on their on their official uh, Discord they they they're gone. The files were taken down by the copyright owners. Kiss manga and kiss anime will be closed forever, and that was it. The revised laws went into effect January first, but you know how it is. It just takes time, and people are like, "Well, these laws are going to come into play. Nothing's going to happen. We're still going to you know do what we want to do until." You turn it on one day and you realize it ain't there anymore. And as it says, the revisal which go into effect and the penalties for repeat offenders of illegal downloads will be up to two years or a maximum fine of two million yen. Penalties for operating these illegal sites includes up to five years or a maximum fine of five million yen. Now, I'm going to assume that the people that were, some of the people that were running these were actually out of Japan, and there was a connection. Now, I remember a time when you actually would buy fan subs, and it was cool. And if a series was licensed, the fan subbers would drop it and move on to something else. It was like an, an honor code, honor amongst thieves. And that was happening even with the digital aspect. There was one site, I forget the name of it, where I would get my fan subs from. Once it was licensed, any reference to it was pulled. And you had, and that was it. And what people started to do, because we're in a digital age, people will pop up different fan subbing groups and would continue it. That happened with Full Metal Alchemist. Um, it's gotten to where most fan subs were basically rips coming up for Crunchyroll, Hulu, and Funimation. People would just hook up their devices rip the episode and upload it. That's basically what it was. Now, people who watched fan subs are like, well, I'm supporting the industry. I'm still buying merch. You're not fully helping the industry. Also, some of that merch is bootleg. True. 
Now, in regards to a discussion I had with Mako-chan over the weekend, in, in Japan, buying merch does support the series. But in the U.S., buying merch, buying the DVDs, subscribing to, you know, watching these episodes on, on legal streaming services also keeps it going. Because these, these animation companies sees the, the statistics. They will contact the licensee holders and they want they're gonna want to know the sales of the merch or or the DVD Blu-rays, how many people watch this episode and so forth. Well see, the thing is mm-hmm. is that most of the merch that comes over for these shows is Japanese merch. Um with everything that we get, most of what we get that is sold by the licensee has to do with the series itself. Mm. Most of the merch is still licensed by Japan, even if it's sold through their websites. So buying the merch still supports the show in Japan, but it does not, it does not necessarily support the show here. That way, when you are not either watching it through the streams or, you know, buying the DVDs, that isn't really counting towards the American watch goal. I I, I kind of think it does. I mean, because if you have like a major licensing holder, they're going to want to know what's what's going on, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, they're still going to want to know what's going on, yeah. but most of the stuff that you purchase, like the... You know, the, the stuff that is coming out of Japan that doesn't necessarily have translations and crap like that, the stuff that's sold directly from Japanese sites or the stuff that's sold through Japanese sites but use the American sites as, you know, a middleman, which is what jacks up the price, um, that's all being counted towards the Japanese, you know, stuff. Uh-huh. While it does, it does show that people are watching it here, if you're not actually watching it on the legit sites, it, it's they don't really see it. That's that's no, what I'm getting at. I know, but but don't forget. I mean, these Japanese that and a lot of you know, especially over here, a lot of animated series have been canned just because they didn't sell enough merch right. or have enough people watch the show. I mean, but also a es- lot, especially with the former. Yeah, and a lot of these uh, Japanese companies they do set up shops at conventions, so they see something. Even though, like like Michael Chan says, a lot of it goes towards, you know, the popularity in Japan, they still see something here. Because don't forget, uh, Cartoon Network did fund um, Big O Season 2. Granted, Season 2 wasn't as good as, it, as Season 1, but we're seeing that. And if you look at the credits for Fire Force... Funimation is involved in season two, and the ratings and the ratings on that is is through the roof. They're, they're they're starting to wake up and see what's going on. They're like, oh, other territories are vastly interested. Now, to the aspect of those, you know, I can't afford a streaming service. That's why I download it. If you can spend fifty to a hundred dollars on anime merch on Amazon or any of those import sites or at a convention, you can spend seven bucks a month for a streaming anime. But I already have a stream. I can't afford the other. You got friends? Trade accounts. I I I'm be 
I have HBO Max, uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, Funimation, Crunchyroll, Peacock, Amazon, and a couple of others. And those services I'm either paying for or trading accounts with other people. And don't forget, if you with these streaming services, if you get like the second subscription tier, you can have multiple streams. So if you're paying eight bucks a month and you got a friend you want to share your account with, they can pay you four bucks a month or something like that. Or you get one of access to one of their streaming services, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, at least for me, you know, me and my cousin live together. I have the Hulu account. She has a Netflix account. So, you know, we're able to basically on any television in our house Mm -hmm. have both of that. I also have Disney Plus and I've shared that with a couple of different people. And, you know, a couple of different people have shared their streaming stuff with me. So, I mean, it there are ways to work around things. Yep. Now, as one person said, I, I, I stream off of kiss anime or pull torrent because I, there are, there are series that's not readily available in the U S or I'm trying to find an older series. There's a cycle retro crush. You might be able to find older titles there. I can't guarantee you'll find them all, but there's a nice source of older titles there. As for series that's no longer available or currently unavailable, if they're on a streaming service in that in in, in that region, and you get a VPN, go do it. Like I can tell you this now: Netflix US, Netflix Japan, and Netflix Mexico. The, the anime selection is entirely different between all three regions, and I guarantee you. If you get a VPN and you fire up your Netflix account, you may be able to connect to the Japanese servers and watch anime there. Granted, it, it may not be subtitled or something like that, but it's something, you know? And it's there. We're at a point where there really is no reason for you to to bootleg anime unless, you just, unless you're a self-righteous asshole who, who feels that it's all free. And I can tell- oh yeah, people were giving me shit because, like, I was be like, like, like pouring the champagne over these p- places, mm-hmm. you know, getting shut down, mm-hmm. and like, like all the weebs crying over the loss of Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga, and it's like Zabaza crying, like me and me, an educated anime fan, and I showed a scene from Azumanga Dai of all the students partying. <laughs> or the one where, you know, where the guy is screaming, it smells like bitch in here. It smells like broke in here, you know? Yeah, another friend of mine was, uh, was you know, celebrating their defeat. They're uh, lost. I'm like, ah, oh, I see you were a man of culture as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, and I've said it plenty of times before. I, I have pulled torrents for anime, and I've done it. And what have I done afterwards? I've bought it for years. All 200 episodes of Sailor Moon was sitting on my hard drive. I hit the delete button on them every time I picked up a box set. Simple as that. Because I have it. I don't need the digital copies. I could use that hard drive space, you know, for stuff, for other things, you know? Uh Uh-huh. 
And as Bonds 6 says here, when the streaming portals are an average of $9.99, how many can one person support monthly? My girlfriend and NF and her niece and sister use it. Her and her friends split Hulu and Disney Plus. There you go. Yeah, I I live by myself, so honestly, it just I just go with that if I can't afford it. Exactly. And I and granted, there is still a couple of other other um kiss anime uh, sites out there. Those are mirror sites. It's going to take time for those sites to come down. That's all. It's going to take a little bit of time before they come down. I, you have to understand. I, I'm in this. I'm in IT field. I not just do tech support, but I know a little thing. Of, I know a few things about networking. I know some stuff about web and internet and other things that I pick up along the way. I am no expert, but I'm just going by what I know. So those mirror sites are going to eventually come down, and that's it. So, And if you're still crying about not being able to, don't forget, you can always watch a lot of them for free. You'll have to deal with ads, but you have to do it for free. And which is kind of a, a hypocrite, hypocritical in itself, where people are using ad blockers and VPNs to bypass the ads on Kiss Anime to watch anime. No. It's kind of ingenious, but to me it's a Pirating big a pirate site. Exactly. That's some, big, that's some big brain thinking right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, l- l- let's not forget, this is how Crunchyroll got started, so they went legit, so... So, are we done talking about uh, Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga right now? I hope yeah. so. And as for Kiss Manga, there are digital resources out there, and it's also the public library. Granted, not all libraries are open, but there is a way to acquire stuff to read. Anywho. Uh, Ari, um, next article, please. Uh, veteran Japanese anim- actor and in-game voice actor Tetsuya Watari is, is dead at the age of 78. He first came into the scene after joining Nikatsu Studios, seeking a Kickstarter career in acting. Back then, a fresh graduate from the Aoyama Gakuin at University, the actor's, rose, rose, the actor's rise to fame draws credit from his appealing camera presence and good acting. Part of his rise is thanks to Yujira Uj- Ishihara, who played a pivotal role in shipping Watari as an actor. Subsequent landing him, subsequently landing him starring roles in films like Seijun Suzuki's Tokyo Drifter and Outlaw Gangster VIP. In 1971, whoop, fouling Nikatsu's shift towards making Roman porno. No. What? Watari <clears throat> uh, um, <clears throat> left the agency for Ishihara promotion. The talent agency Yujiro Ishihara itself started in 1963 and the same company he'll eventually have an important role as an executive. Uh, despite, despite the shakeup, the actor sees his transition from one agency to the next. From this is not poorly written. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, although, although most were present during this time of his career, partly due to a rising illness that had him withdraw from potential casting member in a sequel in a signature gangster series, Battles Without Honor and Humanity. You know that name. <laughs> uh, despite missing out on kinky food. Kinji Fukasaku's proposed series, Watari subsequently managed to take the lead, reading low for his for the biopic Yakuza Graveyard, which, drawing from his stellar performance as a rogue police investigator, earned him the Blue Ribbon Award for Best Actor, his first accolade since being an actor. 
I also st- featured in uh, wait, where is it? Seibu Ketsatsu and Tayo no Horero before becoming president at the very same age as he handles it. It follows he invented Bishara's death in the late 80s and, his role, and the role he fulfilled in, until 2011. And he's had some encounters with diseases like rectal cancer and a heart attack in 2015. Wow. Well, not at the same time. The cancer was in 91. And he was, and he was in video games such as Yakuza. Which is also a great game. I need to get back into playing that. Oh, and for the curious, he died of a pneumonia. Oof. Rest in peace, good sir. Hard way to go. <laughs> mm. All right. Now, I believe last week we discussed that New York Comic Con was given DOS boot. And, mm-hmm. and I believe we have some no- more information about that. Mako, please take it away. Yeah, so uh, shortly after, you know, I collected all of my crap for last week's show, uh, New York Comic Con decided that they were going to turn their convention into an online digital event. Um, not surprising at all, especially since it is a bigger convention. The fact that, you know, they kind of waited as long as they did, though, uh, that that's that's, you know, a little bit questionable. But anyway, so they are going to host the Metaverse, uh, previously announced, Read Pop is hosting a Metaverse August digital event that will be uh, actually last weekend. Um, but they are going to be turning the uh, New York Comic Con into a, you know, streaming event. Uh, they've updated it. Whether or not they are going to be doing it on the weekend, um, uh, no, they did say. Yeah, they are. Uh, so they are gonna. They are still gonna be doing it the weekend of October eighth. Uh, so that will be up. They're still gathering to see what they will be doing. However, uh, just like any of the other conventions, though, uh, it's it's gonna be you know streaming probably through zoom or something similar the actors or interviewees will be up on the stream uh there will be an interviewer uh, that will you know continue to allow things to go through uh they will take questions from those that are actually you know watching and uh commenting on the stream so that at least with some of these different kind of uh things that they are having you will still have input like you would if you were going to the conventions live on top of new york comic-con uh it was announced that new york uh that anime new N- uh, anime nyc 2020 is just going to be canceled they've not made any announcement or anything of that such if they are going to turn it into a virtual event as of right now it is completely canceled it was scheduled for november 20th through the 22nd at the Javits Center. Um, and again, that is now not going to be happening. Uh, and again, it's just, there's, there's going to be nothing really this year. It, for those that are really hyped up and hoping for conventions this year, I, I would just, you know, maybe not. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's going to be crazy. 
and you probably don't want to go out in that crazy at this point. Uh, so, you know, your, your big ones are definitely not going to be out there, uh, especially in the larger cities where there are still mandates on how many people you can have gathering. It's, it's not getting better out there. So even your late conventions, uh, or even the early conventions next year, uh, I know that Zenkai Khan is in March. Yeah. I question whether or not we're even going to have a convention well, come March of 2021. Well, well two things uh number one on on anime nyc's facebook page they are talking of some type of virtual event so i think i'd be okay with that we'll know in a couple of weeks and number two there is a sci-fi convention out of the boston area that's in january of 2021 they've already canceled yeah it's so there's there's it's it's too crazy out there right now um you have schools already canceling yep. that have only been in session for a week mm-hmm. because it says that they realize, Oh wait, this is a bad idea. Yeah. It's just, things are still happening. Uh, there's still a lot of, you know, crap out there. And now there's more, there's freaking plague out there. Yep. You know, we haven't had to deal with plague in dozens of years and now freaking plague is showing up. It's absolutely maddening, and I just—I I would not think that conventions are going to be happening. You know, maybe we might be lucky for next summer. Yeah. At this point, I think I—I I think I said that, I, something like that. I, I think I said, you know, like summertime of 2021, we might have something. Yeah, and that's if you know people can get off of their. We don't have to wear masks or. We don't have to social yeah, distance. Or the, I mean, I, I live on the Jersey Shore, and the amount of people that have been going to the bars and the amount of bars that are actually on the beaches and crap like that that have been called out for the pictures showing that nobody's wearing masks, that nobody's social distancing, that everybody's drinking, it's absolutely ridiculous and it's just so many of these young people really 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 need to stop this is why i dread going out a lot of times because i'm the one not making the mistakes but i could still you know lose because i take you know wear the mask wash your hands take care of myself do everything you know be careful and then i could still get sick because some jack wagon didn't feel like wearing a mask today you know, and I get that. Like, in my neighborhood, like, when I was going out today, I saw at least three people without a mask. Granted, my neighborhood is quiet, so I'm not surprised. But still, you know, when I got yeah, into, I mean, like... There, there got... are some businesses that are really trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. uh, to be able to stay open. Right. Like, I went, I got a tattoo today. You figure, you know, that's something that you would think, oh, they're not going to follow. No, they they followed social distancing to the letter. Uh, It was the three artists. They were each in their own cubicle. They did not leave their cubicle unless it was, you know, to either go to the bathroom or, you know, go for a smoke or to check people in or out. They did not allow anybody else in. So it was the three artists. And if they had anybody in with them, three other people. So six people total in that you know, in Mm -hmm. that building itself and you walk in, they, you know, you had to be wearing a mask. 
you had to actually use the hand sanitizer. They told you when you walk in, please use the hand sanitizer and then we can get, a, you know, get everything set for you. They're not taking, you know, they usually make copies of your driver's license and stuff like that. I was told, please take a picture of your driver's license and email it to your artists so that they don't have to touch anything that they, you know, the only thing they touched of mine was the form I had to fill out and sign and my credit card. And that was it. Yep. And, you know, like, there is a barbershop. Where did right you up- get yours done, by the way? Hmm? So where did you get it done, by the way? Um, It's called Drop In Ink. They had a place in Tom's River. Uh, they just moved to a new place. It's uh, actually like 15 minutes away from me. Uh, I use the artist Matt. He's amazing. Yeah. Now, now, I still have mm-hmm. the, uh, I still have the what do you call it? The gift certificates to a place near me. That's cool. So if you know, it turns out good for good for you. And you don't get sick. I'll uh, I'll be a little more you know swayed to go there. You know, and I'll say you know like there's a barbershop that's not too far from here. Like, and I'll go. And there's a sign right on the door. You must have a mask on. Now, the first time I went, he was able to give me a, not just a good haircut, but was able to work around the mask and give me a good, you know, clean up of my mustache and goatee and all of that. The guy in there the last time, he wasn't able to do that. But that's okay. I will make this work one way or another. So, and I also say, you know, there are times where, you know, I feel like, coughing or something like that and i worry i'm like did i catch it or this or that and i keep telling myself i'm wearing a mask the only times i do not wear a mask if i'm going to check the mail or i am within a social group that i know that does not have that does not have it but i will wear the mask until i'm in the house settled and so forth you know and i know for a fact that those people follow the rules of social distancing and get tested regularly. So I, I, I and that's, yeah. that's the thing. If we all actually paid attention and followed and did what we were supposed to, you know, we'd be like those countries yeah. that are not having to deal with hundreds of people dying every day. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think it's ridiculous that, you know, we're still saying, Oh, this convention is canceled at this point the the state government should be saying we're not going to be allowing large gatherings of people until at least this date Mm -hmm. so that you know the conventions can stop worrying the people can stop worrying and we can just get to a point where okay you know let let's figure out something else right now turns out the the country song from animaniacs is only about 10 seconds long when you count all the countries that Americans are allowed to actually travel to. True. There are three countries. I, I actually listened to that entire song. It is so boring without words. Um, there were three countries in that song that have no travel restrictions. That's it. Every yeah. other country in the world has travel restrictions right now. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. It, it, it really is. It's like the rest of the countries are waiting for the U.S. to play catch-up so that the world can kind of get back to normal, per se. You know? They're but... pointing and laughing at us. 
they've been pointing and laughing at us for a while now. They've been pointing and laughing um, for the last three and my, a half years. My thing is, is I'm really hoping that things can actually get back to not necessarily normal, but get to a point where we can actually have the freaking Olympics next summer. Mm-hmm. We had to postpone this shit because of all of this. And because, you know, certain countries can't pull their asses out of, you know, their heads out of their asses, and Japan is one of them, yep. um, we're looking at, we might actually have to just cancel the freaking Olympics. And I feel sorry for the Japanese people having to do that because that is a lot of wasted money that they're not going to make up that revenue. They've completely lost out on that money. They've completely lost out on you know, all of the buildings that had to be built to support all of this. So, I just, you know, I, I know that even if the Olympics went ahead, they would still be in debt, but to have them have to build all of this crap to support the Olympics and then not even have them because countries can't pull their heads out of their asses. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we should be striving for, is to be able to have, you know, this global competition to show the best and the brightest of, you know, the athletic world. Because not for nothing, that that's on level, like, that's on a level that not a lot of people can make. And, and just to have that have to not happen because people are dumb. Mm-hmm. It pisses me off. Yeah. Like, that's what we should be worrying about, not, you know, the convention next weekend. Basically. Anyway, uh, we talked about this briefly on our special episode on Friday about AT&T selling Crunchyroll. And it was originally at a value of $1.5 billion dollars so now rumor has it according to variety at is like well will you take a billion we'll, we'll take a billion now if you're probably wondering what does at&t have to do with your crunchyroll remember crunchyroll is owned by otter media which is a subsidiary of warner media which in turn it is owned by at&t and reminder, Sony owns uh, Aniplex. They also own Waka Anim out of France. They also own Mad Men Anime Group. And they have at least a 51% share stake in Funimation. So they can do something. Now, I understand some people do not want Sony to acquire Crunchyroll because, due to censorship. And you're probably wondering, Sony, censor? Yes, they have they had battled censoring when it got to I believe DOA Extreme Six and the Senran Kagura games for PlayStation Four, and from my understanding, Sony started getting a little bit heavy on the censoring from the end results of the Me Too movement. Well, if that's what they have to do, so be it. I ain't mad. I don't play those games. And meanwhile, Nintendo's like, well, you can do the games uncensored for for a Switch. We don't care and. There's an option. Who who would have thought? Who actually would have thought? So, basically, Sony's like, yeah, that's too much money. And AT&T is going, well, one one million, you know? 
So that basically means that according to the breakdown, each person who subscribes to Crunchyroll is worth about $400. So will Sony buy Crunchyroll? Personally, I don't really see it happening because they have their own streaming services that they, that they manage. If anything, I could see uh, them AT&T spinning off Crunchyroll as its own entity, sort of like how Netflix stands on its own. Wouldn't surprise you if Netflix uh, buys Crunchyroll and basically offloads all their anime from net on their Netflix to over there or something like that. Wouldn't surprise me if NBC Universal Comcast purchases Crunchyroll. I can see that. But my thing is, I don't care who ends up buying Crunchyroll. Please, for the love of God, update your Xbox One app. Please. Also, update your coding. I swear, every time I turn on Crunchyroll and I go into an anime to watch, I get commercials. I know I'm logged in. So I have to back out, go into the main screen, and sit there and wait about 35 like 45 to 60 seconds for the app to sync to the servers to know that I am logged in with an account. And as Bob Coffey uh. says here, uh, Aniplex is under Sony Music, so I wouldn't worry much. But you might want to... Basically, what they're they're not saying it's Sony Music. They're just saying Sony, so I, I, I don't know. I... I I I I I'm gonna take Bob's word for it because he's been on point with everything that's been going on. So I don't have any Xbox yeah. systems anymore, so I can't really help you one way or another. Yeah, because yeah, because right, according to the article, Sony Pictures Television and Anaplex consolidated at the, at the Sony-owned uh, companies. So so basically, Anaplex basically is under Sony Pictures Sony Pictures now instead of uh, Sony Music. Unless there's like a Aniplex for television, Aniplex for music, which I have seen something like that happen before, and licensing back and forth becomes a pain in the tuchus. Anywho, enough about that. Let's move on here. Ari, what's up with uh, Attack on Titan? Uh, let us see. <clears throat> uh, let me move this. <laughs> Uh, you can experience Attack on Titan through manga-inspired feasts. Uh, the Attack on Titan manga is inspired in Collaboration Cafe in Tokyo that will allow visitors to experience the manga with all five sense the senses. God, what the hell is the matter with me? The live cafe, cafe mix, which is located on the ninth floor of Ikebukuro's Mix-Alive mix Tokyo building, I'm fairly certain I'm butchering that word, mm -hmm. will serve courses... Course set meals inspired by specific manga chapters, which are supplemented by footage and music from the series. Each course is allotted an 80-minute time slot, which visitors, with, which visitors participate in as part of a group banquet. During the first half of the cafe's collaboration period, from September 4th to October 12th, there will be four courses. Course A is inspired by Chapter 50, Scream. Course B is inspired by Chapter 80, The Unknown Soldiers. Course C is inspired by Chapter 69, Friends. Nice. Mm. And Course D is a limited time set called The Soldier's Banquet. The lineup will change for the collaboration second half from October, th October 3rd to November 1st. And the tickets will cost about 
6,900 yen, about $64 each. Hmm. Like when they ask, when they say, oh, you get to experience a tackle titan in all five sen senses. Okay, you get to experience what it's like being devoured by a titan. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them <laughs> to try something like that. That's kind of crazy. Four hounds out there. All right, and our last uh, basic story of the night is is about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, uh, so there is a Sonic the Hedgehog statue in the Japanese mountains. The uh, eldest son of the statue's deceased owner ended up commissioning repairs on it because mm -hmm. it's, you know, it is pretty old and worn down. So it is located in the mountainside of Iga City in Mie Pre uh, Prefecture. It's been refurbished uh, again uh, two weeks ago, uh, mainly because there were a lot of online comments because of uh, the statue state. Mm -hmm. It gets a lot of attention so that it, you know, it ends up getting really dirty. And now that it's clean, they're looking to have more people over. Uh, his father, uh, he says, my father always loved inviting people over and I think he would have repaired it if he had been alive. I'm sure that he would be happy. So the repaired Sonic is up now and comments are up, uh, from various people stating that it has been cleaned up uh, and it did, it, it was definitely old. You can definitely see in the pictures, from uh, before it was touched up that people had uh, probably been rubbing on Sonic's head and his feet. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's a... It, statues like this, uh, especially where it's located, a lot of people will end up making pilgrimages to just to be able to say, you know, they did it, take pictures next to it, things like that. So the fact that it was uh, in the state that it was shows how much love it's gotten, actually, which is kind of cool. Uh, so now it's all completely repaired. Um, it's actually a pretty tall statue, too. It's, it's two meters tall. Uh, it's Sonic riding on a red board. They mm. actually have it up in the trees. So to actually be able to get into it, you have to climb the trees to be able to stand on it or near it. Um, it is uh, about 15 years old, I think. Um, yeah. Also, um, the the middle version, the work in progress, that looks creepy. I mean, I can't tell if it's possessed or if someone just took a picture of it with a really blinding flash. Yeah, it kind of looks it like a. Like. It, it kind of looks like blinding flash yeah. on that one. But I mean, this is definitely something that that is kind of cool. Um, it is listed on Google Maps, <laughs> um, which is also kind of cool. Uh, the the whole thing they ended up because of everything going on. Um, you know, they they finally went through and uh, did all of this. So I, I think it's kind of cool that there are things like this that pop up. I mean, we have stuff here in America that, 
you know, stupid things like that. Not necessarily touristy trap kind of things, but uh, things that are not thought about as, you know, mainstream things you want your picture taken next to. So I think it's just, it's cool because it's, it's so different. And I will post that for you each ago. Wonderful. Now, I wish there were thing there were more things like that here. I mean, we can go into certain stores and crap like that. I know uh, Seaside has a large uh, statues that are done of you know celebrities, things like that that actually used to be part of the attractions there when there were more attractions. Uh, some of them are stationed where they have their little mini golf. Mm -hmm. So you have to actually go in there to do that. Um, but I know we've gone in there and taken stupid ass pictures yep. with all of those statues uh, multiple times. <laughs> I mean, I have some really weird pictures with some of those statues. I mean, like, like you, you mean the ones in the Seaside Heights boardwalk, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking like about. Like Marilyn now. Monroe, they've got the Blues mm -hmm. Brothers. Yeah. They've got, you know, the huge pirate. They've got Elvis. There's just, you know, somebody had to take the time to And that and that uh, Alfred E. Newman lumberjack thing over yeah, the Yeah, somebody course. had to take the time to actually you know, go up there and paint them. And with all the storms that they've gotten, especially with Sandy and all of that, the fact that so many of them are still there is kind of amazing. Two words, Jersey strong. Yeah. Didn't work for that roller coaster though. Cause roller coasters suck. No, they sink. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Terrible. I mean, what? <laughs> I think you opened up the crack on Ari's skull. What? It was out in the water. Mm. At least it wasn't. I mean, as as crappy as it was, that was kind of cool. There was a roller coaster in the freaking water. That looks like a post-apocalyptic thing. Mm. All right. Here's the part of the show that we all know you stick around for. Um... Meanwhile, in Japan, and it wasn't supposed to say Q&A, so my mistake. I forgot to fix that, but, um... I'll take the first one, I guess. Okay. I'll take the second story. Okay, sure. A Pokemon Go player was arrested for punching another fl player in the face. Sorry. God. <clears throat> on August 16th, a 35-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of assault in Hokkaido. According to police, the man was walking on the street playing Pokemon Go on his phone when he punched another man in the face as he saw him playing Pokemon Go in his car. Ugh. Police reports reveal the altercation began when a 35-year-old Pokemon Go player came across a car parked on the wrong side of the road facing traffic. When he looked inside, he saw the driver was playing Pokemon Go as well, and that's when he lost it and kicked the vehicle. The man inside, also in his 30s, got out of his car and chased the man, but when he caught up to him, he got punched in the face. The driver managed to restrain the attacker and handed him over to the police who had rushed to the scene. 
The assailant turned out to be a company employee who lived nearby, and upon questioning, he said he kicked the car because he was angered by the carelessness of the driver who parked on the wrong side of the road. I looked inside and saw he was playing the same Pokemon Go game and lost because he was gaming inside his car while, while parked in the wrong direction. That's not smart. Mm-hmm. While the man claims he was more angry at the direction that he parked, people in Japan weren't convinced. Uh, if you wanted the gym that much, you should have waited until later in the night. Pokemon Go install a real battle function? Grown men playing Pokemon Go but fighting over it like children. Pokemon Go! Can't they tell, between either, can't they tell the difference between fighting in the game and fighting in real life? Ugh. And there was a similar incident in Hokkaido just six days earlier. Also involving a trainer who was inside a vehicle. Now... I God play damn Pokemon it, my Go in my car, but I drive before I play, you know, and unless I'm in the park, like, I will drive through the park because it's still dangerous. There's still stupid-ass people. Um, but most of the time I go and I park in the park and will sit at a Pokestop which is actually a gym and I'll do lunch or something like that. And that that's where I play Pokemon go mm-hmm. for the most part, if I'm actually going to go out otherwise it's on, but it's on my seat. I don't actually, you know, play while I'm driving. See, that makes you smart. My yeah, fandom well, is such a train wreck sometimes, isn't it? Well, we know that there are really dumb people out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I have to say is. <sighs> Anywho, when you when you're cleaning an apartment or a room, the last thing you expect to find is a is skeletal remains, especially if it's a relative of yours. So, what happened was a woman, Sumia Sunagawa reported her brother missing to police four years ago. She lives in a house in Kasagai in Aichi Prefecture. I mean, he, I'm sorry. You know what? I am looking at this completely all wrong because I got, I got 15 kajillion tabs open, so I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so here's the thing. We got a guy named Sumio Sanaga who lived in a house with his younger sister and brother. The brother went missing. He was reported to the police four years ago. That's when the report went through because nobody knew where he was. So, and we're talking 2015, which is kind of sad. So, the younger siblings actually waited to 2016 to report this. I mean, personally, I would have done it like within normal 72 hours. I mean, like, if you haven't heard from a relative in about a year that you normally hear from, I don't think you'd wait about a year to do, do, no, to re- file that report. So, after the report, nothing, whatever. I'm sorry. The next thing that happened was over this past weekend or weekend before prior, Sumio's younger sister decided to go up to her older brother's room. She wanted to start using it to live out of, but she needed to clean it up. So, when she went up there to start straightening up the room, you know, 
make everything look nice, neat, and tidy, she discovered an unclothed skeleton in the room. Oh, goody. Yeah. She called the police. They came to confirm that it was human. They were not able to determine the individual's age or sex, but they're believing that is the, that's the missing brother. Yeah. Now, there is video of the house, and the house is particularly large, even by Japanese standards. The younger siblings believe that, you know, they think that, you know, that, you know what's interesting is that these younger siblings live right next door to each other and probably didn't realize that was him. You know? I mean, wh wh where else is he going to be? What makes things even more odd is that when Sumio's younger siblings originally told the police that he was missing, they said that he hasn't come home in over a year. That would imply that they saw him leave the house or at least knew that he had left. But given the ages of the siblings, they were all retired, and they kept irregular schedules, and they assumed that if they hadn't seen Sumio around the house, he must have gone out somewhere. And I ain't gonna lie, one of my things is I don't want to just be found weeks later in my apartment because nobody knew I was here. Yeesh. That is just crazy. Kind of creepy. I want to know how they didn't notice a smell. Yeah, you can't just, like, ignore the smell of decaying flesh. That's... Uh, I, may, well, maybe... I mean, did, did one of them have such bad gas they just passed it off as, you know, flatulence? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Maybe... Maybe, I'm just going to say, maybe the windows were open or something like that, and it was a normal decay. I don't know. All I know is, when I throw out meat or something like that, you know, or leftover fat or whatever, I throw it in a garbage bag, and I put it outside. Within 48 hours, there are flies in that bag, and I'm just like, damn, maggots. You would think, but I would assume maybe... You know, the windows were open, whatever. It, the, it was basically the bones were picked clean, you know? And so, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, you know, somebody living there had to have really bad flatulence. And, you know, when they say what crawled up your ass and died, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Santa Marie says they didn't check his room at any earlier point no they did not and he follows up I left the window open for four years there are people that I that know would that would destroy your heating bill there are people that I know that leave a window open all year round I leave my window cracked see cracked but not fully open do you no not fully open there it, it's about an inch and it doesn't matter if it's summer or winter that reminds me of the place i'll stay up in the bronx i'd have the windows open fully even during the winter time because that's how hot my room got it's like i would feel the cold air coming in but it was still hot mm -hmm. so Oh, Japan. So is it my turn now? 
Yes, it is. So uh, I I picked this more because I just loved that they actually titled it like this. So the title of this article is Morons Caught Blasting Adult Video Audio Inside One of Tokyo's Busiest Train Stations. I just love that they called them morons. <laughs> you, you don't get a lot of, uh, you know, news articles that actually call people out on being morons. Um, anyway, uh, it <laughs> this is just so weird, and I will never understand some of the people that do stupid things like that. But at this particular train station, which is um, in Tokyo's Harajuku station, they have, you know, men's bathrooms, women's bathrooms, and they also have the uh, restrooms that they call uh, Tomokete uh, Tore, which is basically the multi-purpose restroom. It's for those that are in need of uh, space for wheelchairs or perhaps for, you know, small children or families. Um, but you see them around more often now. So uh, in this particular uh, instance, there were a bunch of people that were going past that particular restroom to hear the sounds of passionate lovemaking coming from behind the door. Um, the sounds actually continued for five uninterrupted minutes, during which time someone informed the station staff who came to investigate. Um, obviously, not anything that would be horrible, except for the, you know, 26-year-old man who was playing the sound from a porno video inside the restroom on a speaker with the sound cranked up. So, this was actually, you know, kind of interesting. Um, while it was not for the man's personal sexual gratification, uh, it was actually to find a video. There was somebody else, a 23-year-old accomplice, who was an aspiring YouTuber, mm. and they planned to upload a video to the platform of the shocked reactions of the passerbys who heard the sounds of humping emanating from the bathroom. In, instead of, you know, getting internet famous, they are now being podcast famous um, for being morons. Which, <laughs> yes, they're morons. But it was basically uh, being done as a joke in order to be able to put this stuff onto YouTube and get a lot of hits and possibly go viral. Um, that obviously did not work. And yeah, they were caught morons. Now, 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 now. I wouldn't call them morons because dumbasses. I would go with that. Cause sometimes morons can be actually quite dependable. I mean, I, I spent four years at Staples, you know, you know, so I can tell you, there are dependable morons in the world. Well, yeah, I mean, dependable morons, that's that's all well and good. But, um, still, what the hell, people? <laughs> See, you, for, for one thing, and, and, you know, you're trying to make this as a joke. 
Um, if you're going to be playing something like this on a speaker to get people to look, you know, to, to look and react, um, it might be, you know, this is just coming off the top of my head, might be a good idea not to be in the bathroom because you're in one room and it's locked. And as soon as you walk out or, you know, people are going to call the cops, um, they're going to catch your ass. And they're gonna they're gonna know what you were up to or presume what you were up to. I mean, this is something that you you buy a you know a speaker and set it up for you know even set it up for Bluetooth or something like that and just stand nearby outside mm-hmm. of the room so that when they go knocking on it, at least it's only a speaker inside. Right now, <laughs> instead of you getting caught. With, you know, the speaker and whatever you're playing on the speaker. You know, that that's just, you know, simple logic off of my brain. That it probably would be a really good idea not to be in the room to get caught doing this. I mean, maybe it's just me. I mean, I you know... Maybe I just think things through more than other people do. You know, and I was, and I was actually... But to be going, fair, they're probably not thinking at all, so that's... Well, they were thinking enough that they wanted to be internet famous see, on a YouTube see, video see, for freaking people out with porn sounds. See, my, my first thought was is trying to figure out why Mako-chan had, was like, this is how you do it, but I keep forgetting she thinks several steps ahead, so... Well, I, I try to think in ways that I don't get caught. Thanks. Well, true. I mean, what's the point of doing fun things like this if you're just going to get caught? <laughs> <laughs> fun uh, things like this. <laughs> you want to do, do bad. You want to do wrong the right way. That's Exactly. Fine. Exactly. I mean, if you're going to do crap like this, at least, you know, try not to be an idiot. Do it in a way that you don't get caught. That way you can do it again. God. Uh, uh, on a side note, uh, Mako-chan. Yeah? Uh, Michelle Knotts likes your pillow. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> why, why, why don't you, um, why don't you give the pillow a touch, you know, so she can see that, you know? Oh, oh, I get to fondle my pillow. <laughs> oh, God. I get to fondle my pillow. Look, look, look. I'm fondling my pillow. I'm fondling my pillow. For, well, nobody stopped you. I never said you couldn't, because I know you've been wanting to throughout the show. Oh. What? It's a pillow. I, You know, I, I'm looking at it. I don't have to touch it to look at it, but you know, really, you said you all, asked, in all fairness, you asked for me do to feel fondle my pillow, so I fondled my pillow. Ask and ye shall receive oh, in pillow Just funded. Just be thankful fondling is the only thing she's doing to that pillow. That you know of. Good night! <laughs> God damn it, Maka. <laughs> I timed that really well. <laughs> I want to be angry about that, but I can't. I timed that really well. You're welcome. I haven't done a spit take like that in years. 
I think we should wrap the show. <laughs> yes, please. Anywho, we hope that you liked tonight's show, and if you didn't, we're sorry. We're, I'm not. <laughs> of course you're not! <laughs> if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. We're also looking for like any other ways we can make the show better for you and everybody else. That's it. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our weekly podcasts. We have links to our YouTube convention coverage, links to our Facebook cosplay coverage as well. You also find anime reviews, convention reports, cosplay tips and tricks, and cosplay interviews, and a whole lot more on AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take the podcast with you wherever you go if you miss, if you miss us live. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. Uh, just search Anime Jam Session. You'll find over 460 plus episodes. Some good, some a little cringy, some outrageous. We've been through some interesting things, so come listen and enjoy. And don't forget, you can also find us on social media. If you go to our YouTube page, you'll find our convention coverage uh, videos. If you go on our Facebook page, you'll see all the convention photos that I've, I've taken. And if you follow us on Twitter, we'll, you can know when we're going live, when new articles are going up, and other cool stuff. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I think we've all had it after that. You think? Last words, Mako-chan. I got nothing. You know, I, I got nothing either. Right, right right after the walkout, I got absolutely nothing. <laughs> so that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Ichigo will be back. And I know she's going to have some, some choice words about what happened here. So, anywho. I bet she will. Yeah. So, I will not forget tomorrow. I'll be there. We'll be part of uh, WebCon's uh, chat uh, interview chat roundup, so we're looking forward to that. So I think that is it, and we're going to get up on out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makachan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Makachan. Good night, Makachan. I, I, I think we're done. I, 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 I admit. All right. Good night, y'all. Good night. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. 
The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!